A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down, and do not return there, till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows, and bread to the one who eats. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. Verbum Domini. <clears throat> From all their distress, God rescues the just. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us together extol his name. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Look to him that you may be radiant with joy, and your faces may not blush with shame. When the poor one called out, the Lord heard. From all his distress, he saved him. The Lord has eyes for the just and ears for their cry. The Lord confronts the evildoers to destroy remembrance of them from the earth. When the just cry out, the Lord hears them, and from all their distress, he rescues them. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and those who are crushed in spirit, he saves. Dominus vobiscum, Lexio Sancti Evangelii secundum Mateum, Jesus said to his disciples, In praying, do not babble like the pagans who think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them. Your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This is how you are to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. If you forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. Verbum Domini. Today is the feast of Saints Jacinta and Francisco, some of the youngest saints in the Catholic Church, and I have a first-class relic, actually second-class, sorry, uh, from their coffin when they were excavated from the, their graveyard and placed in the basilica, um, pieces of their coffin, Jacinta and Francisco were distributed, as, as well as the tree that Our Lady uh, stood over during the apparitions of the three children, Saints Jacinta, Francisco, and Lucia, who died recently. And these three saints, these two saints, rather, and Lucia, among the three children, were called the great heroic sacrifice. And that is the message of Lent. The core message of Our Lady of Fatima was nothing new to the gospel message, the core gospel message of repentance and conversion. Conversion involves a turning away from sin, from anything involved in our lives that is dark and it involves turning toward the Lord. On Ash Wednesday, we heard from the prophet Joel. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and with weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. In other words, be converted to me. Conform your lives to me. Conversion is a daily process. It's not just a one-time event, but conversion is a daily process. If you haven't taken up the practice already during Lent of daily prayer, I encourage you to spend time in prayer every single day, even outside of watching the Mass on EWTN. But spend time in quiet prayer, quiet recollection, turning off the TV. Yes, EWTN. Turn off the TV. Turn off the radio. And spend time in quiet prayer, praying the simple prayer that we have today, the Our Father. Five minutes a day. 
You'd be surprised what just five minutes a day in quiet recollection can do for your life. It can be great medicine, if you will, for all the turmoil in your life, for all the turmoil in your heart, in your mind, five minutes a day. And to go in those places not by yourself, as a good friend of mine says, don't go in your mind and your heart by yourself. It's like a bad alley, a dark alley. You don't want to go in there alone. <laughs> but you go in there with the Lord. You go in there with the saints. The saints are the ones who teach us how to love God the most. Especially today, to have saints among us who are children. It's a great message for us, especially those of us, we have children singing in the back, that God calls all to be saints. That we can acquire great holiness even when we are still young. Our Lady said to Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta, will you offer yourselves to God and bear all the sufferings he sends you in atonement for all the sins that offends him and the conversion of sinners? They said, oh, we will, we will, emphatically. She said back to them, then you will have a great deal to suffer, but the grace of God will be with you and strengthen you. Without grace, we cannot pray. Grace enables us to pray. Grace enables us to conform our lives to God. After Our Lady's words, Lucia said, we were bathed in a heavenly light that appeared to come directly from her hands. The light's reality cut into our hearts and our souls, and we knew somehow that this light was God, and we could see ourselves embraced in it. By an interior impulse of grace, we fell to our knees, repeating in our hearts, O Holy Trinity, we adore you, my God, my God, I love you in the most blessed sacrament. By an interior impulse of grace. These are words from a child. A child recognized that it was grace that enabled her to recognize that these words were not from her, but from God. The children remained kneeling in the flood of this wondrous light until Our Lady spoke again, mentioning the War of Europe, which they had little or no knowledge of. And Our Lady said, say the rosary every day to bring peace to the world and an end to the war. We need these words more than ever more than ever, not just against wars. Obviously, we have 
two or even more wars going on in the world today, but the constant war that's battling within the human heart. It all starts right here, within our own heart, within this battleground. We need this message to pray the rosary. The rosary is the prayer of the Gospels. Just simply praying the rosary throughout the day, and not just the prayers, but simply meditating upon the mysteries of the rosary when we pray the Our Father throughout the rosary, the Hail Marys along with the rosary. The prayers themselves keep us focused on the mysteries that we meditate on. So starting out with the joyful mysteries of the rosary, the annunciation of the Lord, the announcement to the Virgin Mary, that what will take place within her, that God desires to become man, that God desires to take flesh in her womb, And meditating upon that, that God desires to take flesh again in our souls and in our hearts. That God desires to live his life in my life and in your life. And just going through the rosary, the visitation of Mary, right after the conception of our Lord, she visits her cousin Elizabeth. So that, mo that moment that grace exudes into charity. Lent is all about not just fasting, but also almsgiving. The works of charity, the corporal works of mercy, the spiritual works of mercy, that the Blessed Mother is the example of what it means to break out of one's self and go to one's neighbor, to recognize in the suffering that Christ is there, the nativity, the presentation of the temple, the finding in the temple, and moving even forward to the luminous mysteries, going through the luminous mysteries, the baptism of the Lord, the wedding feast of Cana, the proclamation of the kingdom of God and the call to conversion, the transfiguration of the Lord, our Lord giving us a glimpse into his glory right before he would go into Jerusalem to suffer and die for us. In the fifth luminous mystery, the institution of the Holy Eucharist, the Lord giving us his body, blood, soul, and divinity to be the food for us sinners in this veil of tears. The glorious mysteries of the rosary, the resurrection, the ascension, the descent of the Holy Spirit, the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary into heaven, and Mary as queen of heaven and earth. The Lord says through the prophet Isaiah in today's first reading, thus says the Lord, just as from the heavens the rain 
and the snow come down, and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. The word of God has the power to change, to change barren ground, but even to change the recesses of our heart to give our heart new life, to give our mind new life. St. Paul says in Romans 12, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That's what the Word of God does when we read the Word of God. It's another thing that I encourage you to do during Lent is to break out your Bibles and to simply read the Word of God. Maybe just one paragraph at a time. Start with the Psalms. And the Psalms contain within them, you can, you can see when you read the Psalms, almost every human emotion that you can possibly have. Fear, anger even, sadness, joy, sorrow. So God gives us a way, even in praying the scriptures, to express our emotions and to give even our emotions to him, to sanctify, to make holy. The hardest of hearts have been transformed by the word of God, by allowing his laws and his commandments to shape our lives. We do need to allow this water flowing from the heart of Christ to penetrate us in whatever is dark. Whatever is dark needs to come out into the light. And the Holy Scriptures have this way of penetrating that which is hard and making it soft, making it full of light. The prayer that is the pinnacle of all prayer is the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer. It's unlike any other prayer. This prayer was given to us by our Lord himself after his disciples asked him how to pray. And this prayer contains the summary of all of the Gospels. St. Augustine says, Run through all the words of the holy prayers in Scripture, and I do not think that you will find anything in them that is not contained and included in the Lord's Prayer. St. Thomas Aquinas says, The Lord's Prayer is the most perfect of all prayers. In it we ask not only for the things that we rightly desire, but also the sequence in which they are to be desired. This prayer not only teaches us to ask for things, but also 
in what order we should desire them. Just to simply go through the Our Father. Just even saying the words, Our Father, very slowly. One time a religious sister was talking about a prisoner who went to the sacrament of penance and reconciliation, confession. And this particular man had probably committed every sin under the sun. He was in jail. And the priest showed up to hear confessions of the prisoners. And this particular man, after giving his confession, the priest said, probably after some counsel and exhortation, for your penance, say, one our Father. One our Father. And the man said, Father, did you hear what I just told you? Did you hear my confession of my sins? Did you hear everything that I just told you that I've done in my life. I've been a wicked man. And the priest said, yes, I heard you. And you will say, one, our father. Well, the sister told me that this prisoner went to do his penance, and he said simply the words, our father, and he stayed on those words for hours. He could not simply get past. It was a moment of grace, obviously, an impulse of grace. He was simply stuck on those words. Our Father. Do we say those words like that? And oftentimes we say those words maybe casually. We're so used to saying them all day long in the Holy Mass and in the Rosary and even our private prayer. But meditating upon each of those stanzas of the Our Father and what they mean and who gave them to us, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. It doesn't take very long, does it? Just to simply pray those words slowly and let the words of the Lord's Prayer be the words that transform our hard hearts and bring light to our minds to be conformed to Christ and his mind and his will.